hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty powerful living yes you heard that right i said living god not that fake dead not living little g god who can't and will not do anything for you yes this god my god and if he's your god then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails plus also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrificed his life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimonously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, I just want to thank you for being a wonderful, loving, merciful, caring, passionate God that you are. 
I thank you for health and strength. I thank you for everything. The weather. I thank you for all that's happening around. And I thank you for you being in control. Yes, the world is going crazy. It's going bonkers. But you are in control. And Lord, you gave us the faith and the hope. You gave us hope to have faith in you, the Lord, that no matter what goes on, if we keep our hands in your hands, that we should not be afraid. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. <laughs> You'll keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him because we trust in you, Lord. So, Father, we just thank you for this wonderful magnificent beautiful blessed day i ask you lord jesus to speak through me lord don't let no words of my own come out let only your words come out father and we knock the devil's block off in the name of jesus because he's not wanted here you are the only superstar that will be uplifted you are the only superstar that will be admonished here because you deserve it you did so much for us you, you you went to Calvary. I don't even have to. You did so much for us, Father. And we thank you. We praise you. And we give your name all the glory and all the honor and, and, and praise for that because you deserve it. In Jesus' mighty, matchless, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Yes. Take a breath and give God the praise that he deserves. Take a breath and say hallelujah because he deserves the highest praise. Take a breath and say, Lord, I love you because you love him because what he's done for you, you just don't love anybody. You love somebody that loves you. He tells you to love you. Enemies, yes, love your enemies, but you love the ones who love you the best, right? You give him that special personal love because he loves you so much, so much that you cannot, you cannot compare. You cannot even replace his love. <laughs> you can't even, even phantom. You can't even try because his love is so wonderful, 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 wonderful. Hmm. Let me show you how much is wonderful, how much his love is so wonderful. Lamentations 3.22 to 23, it says, It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new. Every morning, great is thy faithfulness. Hey, James, how come you always quote those same scriptures? Why you don't get some other scriptures? I will, but this is the one that I want you to realize and understand that if it wasn't for his mercies, you would be consumed. If it wasn't for his mercies, we wouldn't be breathing. Oh, that's why you say it. Yes, that's why I say it. So then the next scripture is... You ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hebrews 9.22, it says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And before you ask, I'm going to tell you that this is something that we always have to be reminded because we have to be reminded of what he did, what he's doing, what he's did, what he did, and what he's about to do, right? Right? 
So you always got to say, baby, you know I love you. Baby, you know I love you. You always got to tell your significant other, you know I love you. You know I love you. You know I love you. Or you always got to do something to indicate to that person how much you love, why you love them, right? So this is why we always repeat these verses. Because then, then while we're repeating them, you know, your repetition, then you'll start learning them. And then you start saying, yeah, that's right. Without the shedding of his blood, there is no remission of sin. And then you can go out there and you can tell somebody else, man, why you serve Jesus? And you can say, because without the shedding of his blood, there'd be no remission of his sin, of your sin. Then you'd be like, why, why, why he do all of that? Because of his compassions. His mercies that were not consumed. You get it? This way you can tie it all in. And then you can say, well, if he did all of that, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you can trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Amen, but I want to do it my way. No, lean not to your own understanding. Let the one who know better, who has Everything mapped out, blueprint. Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. So you might as well let him do it. Because he says in all thy ways, acknowledge him first and he shall direct thy path. So you're trying to say, man, he's going to lead me and guide me in all righteousness. Yes. 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 And you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because Numbers 23, 19 says... You ready? God is not a man. Like I said, he is not a man because man lie. God is God. Elohim. He is Yahweh. He is God. He's the one that started it all. So you can't call him a man. So God is not a man that he should lie. Why would he lie? <laughs> heaven, if, heaven and earth would pass away if his word failed. That's his word. So his word is the word of God, right? So this says, and that he should repent, neither the son of man. He's not a son of man because he wasn't born. Like I said, he was God. He's the one that orchestrated everything. So he was not born. He gave birth to everything else. So he's not a man that he should repent, neither is the son of man. That he he should repent. Then it says, Hath he said it, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Yeah, man. But still, he 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 knows he knows all of that. Yes, he do. I'm gonna add one. Let me throw another one at you. Right, Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. Why are you throwing that at me? Because. This is going to tell you that all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions. If you want to be righteous, for instructions in righteousness. If you want to be righteous, I'm going to say it again. If you want to be righteous, then you go to the scripture. If you don't want to be righteous, then you just don't worry about what the scriptures say. So what are you saying, man? I'm saying that all scriptures, if you want to be 
led by the Spirit of God. If you want to trust in the Lord with all thy heart, then you got to trust in all scriptures. You can't leave no scriptures out. You got to trust in every letter of the word of God. Every word of the word of God. Every instructions of the word of God. Because it says that the man of God, the 17th verse, right? 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, it says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Got it? I know you got it because it's the word of God. Word of God is life. In there, you might have life, right? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? No man cometh to the Father but by me. So that if you got all of this, then you are on the right path. You're not going to find yourself going off in error if you stay on this way trusting in the lord right thanking him for his mercies thanking him for the the blood that puts your sin in remission thanking him for the scriptures all scriptures if you got a problem you know what let me you're scratching your head what shall i do go to the scriptures what shall i do about this go to the scriptures whatever your problem is whatever your burden is whatever you need answers to go to the scripture and god will answer them you give give him a little, little, little prayer. Say, well, you know, Lord, I need you to answer, and he'll probably answer it before, <laughs> before you ask, because he loves you. That's how much he loves you. Yes, that's how much he loves us. So I am going to jump right in. I don't. Uh, that had to be for somebody. Um. I'm going to jump right in today's, today's show is show number 92, right? I'm getting up there. Show number 92, and the topic of my show is act like you know. Act like you know. You And I'm going to say this first before I read the scripture. <clears throat> you remember how, you know, when you was kids, we, we was never... Nobody was born grown. Everybody was born a baby, and then they had to grow, and then they had to be taught by the parents, and and then you know the parents would teach you, discipline you, and they would they would they would tell you don't do this, and you don't do that. Have some manners. Say, may I? And then you say, please, and then you say, thank you, right? No disrespecting should come off your lips because your parents would say, you better act like you know. Don't you be out there embarrassing me. You better act like you know. <laughs> you know, you send them off to, to, uh, to school. Like, I, like my, my girls are... 
they college graduates, but I, I remember when they left, when they first left, I was like, listen, y'all, yeah, I better act like y'all know. And I was like, listen, y'all already know. Y'all already know because y'all know what you're going to school for. You're going to school to learn so you can get that degree so you can better yourself. So it wasn't like I had to be like, you better act like I come up there. I really didn't have to get, get at them like that. They were good kids, you know. And if you have good kids, praise God. If you have bad kids, praise God. Keep praying for them and, and, and trust in the Lord that they will turn good, that they will come back. Because, hey, listen, I am a product of a good kid that went bad and then came back because huh, my parents was praying for me. My, 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 my grandmother, you had uncles and aunts that are praying for you. And prayer works the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous Availeth much. So you keep on praying. Keep on praying. And then guess what? They're going to act like they know. So let me jump into the scripture. The scripture is 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. And I'm going to read all the way down. I'm just going to read. And I'm reading from the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. I like it. I like it because it really breaks it down to you. So you won't be saying, what? Huh? Who? The? Thou? <laughs> so it says, don't become partners with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness, question mark. Or what fellowship does light have with darkness, question mark. What agreement does Christ have with Bilal, question mark. Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever, question mark. And what agreement does the temple of God have with idols? Question mark. For we are the temple of the living God, as God says. I will dwell and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Period. <laughs> I will dwell and walk among them. And I will be their God and they will be my people. Right? So that means he's going to dwelling means, yo, he's hanging out with you. That means he's living with you. That means wherever you go, he goes. Right? Just like it says, in all our ways, acknowledge it, and he will direct that path. So that means he's with you. I will be their God and they will be my people. Because, you know, I say, yo, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? You have friends from way back when and friends that are still your friends. And, yeah, man, I was hanging out with my boy. Oh, girl, I was hanging out with my girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, we was at we, what y'all was doing. Oh, we went to her house. She had some, you know, pizza, some hot wings, and uh, we was watching the game. 
Or she had some 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 uh some chicken. <laughs> well that's hot wings. She had some fried chicken. The whole chicken. <laughs> she had some rice and she had some gravy and some stuffing. You know, we was over there and we were just talking. You know? And it says you dwell with these people. You walk with these people. Hey, girl, you want to go to the mall with me? Yeah. Hey, girl, you want to go to church with me? Yeah. Hey, girl, come take this drive with me. Yeah, okay, I'll take the drive with you. Why? Because that's your people. Right? And it says that I will dwell and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. All right? 17th verse says, Therefore, come out from among them and be separated. Separate, says the Lord. Do not touch any unclean thing. And I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you. And you will be my sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Act like you know. Act like you know. Act like you know. It's so self-explanatory, he says. <laughs> it says, don't become partners with those who do not believe. Actually, today, I was talking to, uh, he was a Jewish brother, and he was saying how, ooh, oh, I'm not even going to, <sighs> I'm not. I'm not, excuse me, I'm not even going to repeat what he said. But it's, 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 so, it's something when people who don't know the truth, you know, they have their different doctrines. And what happens is that they think that it's the truth, but they have nothing to back it up. You know, Oh man, and, and and it's like, well, okay. Once once he started talking, and I thought it was going to be a positive conversation. Then once he started talking, then I was like, okay. I was, I was like, mm -hmm. shut my mouth, Mister Intelligent. The Holy Spirit says, okay, you can be quiet now because you want him to keep it moving because he is off the deep end, and he left. So it says. Don't become partners with those who do not believe. For what partnership does righteousness and lawlessness? Or what do light have with darkness? You know, you ever see those those people who walk around, they like they goth, they have the, the black eyeliner, the, the black fingernail fingernail polish, you know, they they, they black lipstick, the black top, black bottom, black shoes, and they just, God, I don't know what they, I think they call it gothic, and they just walking around just all blacked out, you know? And, and, and it's like, what is the reason for them to do all of that? Because they like that dark color. But then you got people that works around with all white, and I'm not saying that their, their hearts are not black. If their hearts are black, their hearts can be reached. But I'm not saying that their hearts are black. But then you might have people that wear all white. All white. And their hearts are black. And their hearts are not reachable. They're putting on this air. 
right? They put it in this air of righteousness. And, and what happens is that you got to act like you know. When you see people like that, and they talking all out the wazoo, then that means you need to separate yourself. If you can't speak truth, if you can't show them in the Bible, if you can't show them what Jesus did, if you can't show them why his blood, the reason why his blood was shed for you, then it's like, okay, see ya. All right, have a nice day. You know, and then what you do, you pray for them. You don't condemn them. I used to know a sister, she used to, she used to tell people, hey, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. But that's not our job to send sentence and send people to have to hell. Our job is to preach the word. Our job is to tell them about the one who can save them from going to hell. You know, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's not our job. We're not Jesus. It's not our job to put somebody in hell. We What we got to do, we got to make sure that we live where we don't go to hell. <laughs> you know? He says, what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What does Christ have with Belial? Belial, Belial was a, a, a god or a... a um, idol that they worship and see Bilal was dead Christ is live <laughs> you know and the thing about it is like why would you want to you want somebody to dwell with you you want somebody that's going to be your friend I mean how many of y'all had had a best friend unfortunately I don't I, I don't have a best friend from way back when that you grew up with, you know, your parents knew their parents, you know, they used to come over for sleepovers, you know, and then, then after you got grown, you went to the same high school, you went to the same college, or you moved away, and, and that's your friend, that's your best bud, you get married, he's the best man at your wedding, and then after you, he, he, you have kids, he's the godfather of your kids, they, your kids is calling him uncle, whatever. And they're calling you uncle. So, you know, I'm, unfortunately, I don't have friends like that. But there is a brother. There is one who sticks closer to it than a brother. And his name is Jesus. So if you, if you want that closeness, if you want him to dwell in your temple, because your body is your temple. Right? Your body is your temple. So if you want him to come into that temple of yours, I say this all the time, Revelations 3 and 20. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man opens the door, let me let me in. Let me let let me in. He said, If any man let me in, I will come in. I said, But you gotta let him in. You got to let him in. He's not going to kick in the door. This is Jesus. I'm tired of you ignoring me. He's not going to say that. <laughs> he comes in and it's like, oh my God, he's family. He will be your father. You will be your, you will be his son. You will be his daughter. So it's going to be a, a great relationship. He might have to do some 
cleaning up in there. He's going to wash you in his blood. He's going to have to do some cleaning up in there because, you know, he's not going to come into an already clean heart. Because then if he was coming into somebody's heart that was already clean, then you wouldn't need him. And he wouldn't knock at your door. But he's knocking at all, everybody's door because we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Thanks to who? Adam and Eve. Thanks to them, the father. And he, the father of sin. But then we have sin came in through one man. But then through one man's sin is going to be washed clean and, and, and rectified, ratified. It's going to be washed clean. It's like, it's like okay, Adam, Adam brought all of this sin and you got all this garbage in your house. I got all this garbage in your house. Your house is stinky. It's funky and it's nasty. The roaches and the rats is, is running around all because of Adam, per se. Just imagine. Then Jesus comes and he knocks on your door and you let him in. When you let him in, he washes all of that. The rats got to go. The roaches got to go. The stink smell got to go. The dirtiness got to go. All that funk smell got to go because he washes you white as snow. He washes all of that stuff away unrighteousness he washes all of that away so now what what happens is that why the topic is act like you know is because he says do not touch any unclean thing do not touch any unclean thing I cannot touch another man's wife you cannot touch another woman's husband. You cannot even think because that's unrighteousness. You can't even do nothing out of the ordinary. That is unrighteous. Oh, what is that? Um, let's see. Hmm. Go to church every week and you talk about people unclean uh you go to church you go to these weddings and you and you hate somebody you go to these these places and you turning up you shaking up you you twisting your hips and you 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 popping bottles and you're drinking up to the yeah uh-huh because you say man i'm i'm ready to go back to normal but then you can't touch that the bible says come out from among them be separated says the lord do not touch any unclean thing and i will welcome you 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 can't welcome the lord in in your life if you're doing all of this other crazy stuff I mean let's let's say it let's say it all liars have their part in the lake of fire all fornicators all backbiters will have their part in the lake of fire and the thing about it is that you know a lot of people who think they're going to heaven 
They're the ones who's doing all of this. Huh. You know, so it's like what we got to do. We have to come out from among them. We have to set ourselves apart. That's what sanctification is all about. Act like you know. If you want to be, if you want to go to heaven, if you want to be with God, if you want him to be your father, and you want to be his son, then you got to act like you know. Act like you know. Act like you know this scripture here in, in Revelations. Hmm. Let me get it for you. Act like you know. Because if, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you about it. Let me put you on to this scripture. All right. Revelations 19. <laughs> then I saw thrones and people sitting on them who were given authority to judge. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God who had not worshipped the beast or his image and who had not accepted the mark on their forehead or their hands they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years the rest of the dead did not come to life until thousand years was completed this is the first resurrection blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection the second death has no power over them but they will be priests of God and of Christ and they will reign with him for a thousand years right but check this out act like you know Act like you know this. Revelations 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and first earth had passed away. And the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city. The new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Prepared like a bride adorned for a husband, dun, 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 dun. you know the the bride march. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity, and He will live with them. They will be His people. And check this out. And check this out. And God Himself will be with them. And will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Bye bye death. Grief crying and pain will be no more. Bye bye grief crying. Bye bye pain. Because of the previous things has passed away. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> But when it goes down further, jump down, it says, But the cowards, faithless, detestables, murderers, sexual immoral, sorcerers, 
adulterers, all liars. Their share will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Act like you know this. Because if you don't notice, then you, you, you're, you're going that route. <laughs> and you don't want to go that route. Right? Now, what we need to do, touch not the clean stuff, come out from among them. What we need to do <laughs> is not to do this. We need to know the fruit of the spirits. The fruit of the spirits. Hmm. And we need to act like we know. Goodness, righteousness, and truth. We need to know the fruits of the spirit. We need to know. That let no man deserve, deceive you with vain words. We need to know. Be not therefore partakers of them. We need to know. <laughs> that we were sometimes. You were sometimes in darkness. But now you are light. We walk as children of the light. We need to know. That all of this. Will end up. On judgment day and we will be judged for all of this so we need to know like we act like we know <laughs> you know we need to act like we know we need to act like we have joy act like we have peace act like we have long suffering act like we have gentleness act like we have goodness Act like we have faith in God. Act like we have meekness. We got to act like we have temperance. Hmm. We got to act like we know that adultery and fornication and lasciviousness is unclean. Drunkenness, reveling, envying, wrath, strife. Hatred. Hmm. We have to know. We have to know. Act like we know that all of this is unclean. All of this unclean. And he says, come out. Come out from among them. Because if you stay there, guess what's going to happen? Hmm. When you stay there, guess what's going to happen? You're going to die. Stand before God and you're going to say, hey, why, why you didn't act like you knew? You know. You knew. And that's the funny thing about it. I, I don't know. You know, the Bible says wailing and gnashing of teeth. You know, and, and, and I believe that's for the ones who, who, who knew better. And they're like, oh, man, I should have. Oh, man. And, you know, they, they, they're, they're gritting their teeth like, oh, man, I should have just stay with the Lord. I should have accepted him. I should have took him for all of his promises and, and, and I should have just had faith 
to endure. I should act like I knew. So don't be on that other side of, of righteousness, which is unrighteousness. You want to stay on this side. You want to come out from among them. You want God to dwell with you. You want him to be your father. You want him to be your you want to be his son and be his daughter. So the easy way to do that is to come out from among them. The easy way to do that is to sanctify yourself. It's a process, the act of cleaning, sanctifying, the act of just saying no to the devil, no more. Not doing that no more. Mm -mm. Take that back. Return to cinder rebuking him in the name of Jesus because you have power now rebuke him in the name of Jesus then you got to say oh no uh -uh. knock your block off in the name of Jesus then you got to get scriptures <laughs> that word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee when the enemy be blowing stuff your way why don't you do this why don't you do that then you say, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. Went to uh, my daughter's 30th birthday party in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And um, yeah, I was taking pictures and they was, they was playing music. You know, it was like a little party. And they was playing music and everything, and I, I was taking pictures. And they were playing songs that, from back in the days when I used to get a little, you know, shake my hip, get a little twist in my, my elbows and all that good stuff. And 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 the devil says, "Yeah, remember that song?" And you know what I tell the devil? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth. Then I broke out of a song, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless your name. I will bless your name. You know, and I, I, I broke out with a praise because that's not wanted in this hit temple. And I'm going to reject it. See, once you keep accepting it, then just like this show says, planting the seeds, the seed gets planted and then the roots start growing and it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and grows and it turns into a stronghold. And then you know how you out there trying to pull up weeds out the garden and you're trying to pull up this root and it pulls and it and it goes from the center of your garden all the way to the left. You're left and you pull it, you pull it, you pull it. You, then you realize how deep it is. And then when you get to the real root and you try to pull it up and you can't pull up, you got to dig it out. You got to dig deep to get that root up out of there. So we need to act like we know and guard our minds and come out from among us, touch nothing clean. Listen to nothing unclean. I'm sorry, touch nothing that's unclean. Listen to, 
Don't listen to stuff that's unclean. Don't look at anything on TV that's unclean because they have ways of getting in there, planting seeds, starting roots, and becoming a stronghold. And then where can the Father dwell and where could God dwell in if all of that stuff is in there? He can't dwell in there if the temple is dirty because God says, be holy for I am holy. He is a righteous, holy God. And he don't dwell in unclean vessels. You know, so let's act like we know better. Act like we know. And I pray, let's pray for people who don't know better. And also pray for them people who know better. That should act like they know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> These are the last days, and the enemy is throwing out all type of different distractions and different smoke screens, and, you know, got all of these people in church. The church hurts, and people, oh, I don't, I don't want to come to that church no more because they said this. Oh, I don't want to come to this church no more because they don't do this. I don't want to go. But then you're not going to church for the people. You're going to church for God. Let the Lord lead you. If God tells you, to go to that church. God tells you to leave the church. Then you leave the church. But if you're if you're there at the church, then you act you gotta act like you know that you're there for God. If they're not preaching the gospel, if they're not preaching the truth, then you pray about it and God probably God will remove you, send you somewhere else. But then now what you do, you gotta act like you want to know pastor preaching and he says get your bibles get your phones and let's go to luke and you luke whatever and you write it down and whatever he preaches he might preach down fire out of heaven he might preach and, and everybody be saying yeah and you know and what you do you come home take your notes and you look at it and you start studying it and if you don't know, then you, you call somebody. Hey, what does this mean? You know, the preacher, said, the preacher said this today. What did he mean when he said that? You know, and you do your own little studying. You do your own little research. And then now you get a better understanding. You'll be like, oh, wait a minute. He made a mistake. We all make mistakes. We might have said something. And be like, oh wait a minute, that's not. He, he, it wasn't in, it wasn't in First Corinthians. It was Second Corinthians. <laughs> you know, oh, it wasn't in First Timothy's. It was Second Timothy's. So you know, you have to do your research and check it out for yourself, because then now what you're gonna do, you're not gonna sit on it. You're gonna pass it on. You're going to pass it to somebody. It's good news. So what do you want to do? Good news. Mm, this is good. You know what? This I tried this and it was so good. You should try it. Pass it on. You know, the Lord saved me and oh my God. And he, he washed me with his blood and he filled me with his precious holy ghost. You should try it. Because you want somebody to know. And the Bible said, you know what you're doing by doing that? The Bible said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. By you doing that, that person will say, really? 
That's the draw card. Jesus, what did he do? He washed me in his blood. Yeah? Can I get some? Yes, you can. <laughs> so you got to act like you know. Act like you know. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I thank you for the words that came out of my mouth on this show. I ask you, Lord Jesus, for the ones who don't know. I pray that they get to know. I pray that somebody encourage their hearts. I pray that somebody will, will teach them. Somebody will introduce them to you and the ones who do know. I pray, I, I, I pray that they encourage to act like they know and stop acting like they don't know or, or they act like they, they know when they were they acting like they don't care. Father, I pray, Lord Jesus, that they care. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they, they get to, to, to know you and know you personally and know that, that, that you don't dwell in unclean vessels, that you want, you want them to be children, sons and daughters. You want to be their father. <laughs> you want to make a, a place prepared for them you want to live with them for eternity <laughs> you want them to be victorious you want them to be overcomers not undercovers you want them to be triumphant Lord Jesus you don't want them to be downtrodden the enemy got their foot on their necks but Lord we're the ones where we make the enemy our footstool so father and the only way we can do that is through you jesus so father we just thank you we just give your name all the praise all the glory is yours father help us to act like we know father put us in the positions that if somebody need to be told help us to do it with love with love because that's what you're all about with love to tell them to act like you know. Father, this is for kingdom work. This is for the edification of your kingdom. This is for your glory. This is for your, your, you saving people that are on their way on the wrong course. So, Father, we just thank you. We give your name all the praise. All honor and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' mighty, matchless, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen, amen. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lamb III forward slash Planting the Seeds at P.O. Box 30207, Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207. Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds Linktree page and find everything about me there. Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday. Yes, 
every Tuesday on the Bible Chat channel, right? Take down this number. Every week we talk about the word of the Lord. We talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel. And the number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. But remember that number, right? Thursday and Friday night also, my brother Darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of God. We do prayer requests, testimonies. Come on, join us. It's like we're having a church online. The number again is 667-770-1557-593-438. And let me tell you about some of my praying sisters, right? 5 a.m. Monday to Friday, right? Zoom call. Come on. Don't put the video on. Just come on. 379-598-0473. Password is 984917. Come on. Get up. Seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the the video on but join us 6 to 6 30 every monday and friday only zoom 946-2492-1222 password is 499567 come on join us more power more prayer iron shopping iron so have a wonderful beautiful blessed day in the lord with your hands in his and remember always remember this ephesians 6 and 10 finally my brethren be strong in the lord and the power of his might not yours because you're not strong enough <laughs>